The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about structured data and how to deal with Google's algorithm. Joining us is Jeff Atkinson, who is the founder and CEO of Huckabay, which is a web performance and SEO software company that improves search results and drives more organic traffic to make your website faster. And today, Jeff and I are going to discuss using structured data to qualify for enhanced search results. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Jeff Atkinson, the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Jeff, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Great to be here. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to connect again. I know we mentioned this before, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say it on the podcast. We have some mutual friends, somebody that we both admire. So this episode is basically going to be the Brian Bennett Love Fest. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I love Brian. So this should be easy. Let's see how good our targeting is. If we can get Brian to listen to an SEO podcast, then I think we're in good space. So anybody who's in the, what is it, video? And I don't even know what to say Brian does, but he puts videos on websites and helps people make money. But he's a great guy and helped us get connected. So excited to, to reconnect and talk a little bit about SEO. Likewise. Thanks for having me. So you're you're doing a software company and an SEO company. Talk to me a little bit about what Huckby does and just set the stage for everybody who's listening. 
Yeah, so I kind of have a similar background to you in the e-commerce space. I was the SVP of marketing at Overstock.com for a number of years. We had sort of a crazy SEO story of going from a channel of zero that we didn't even know it existed to a channel of 300 million in a very short amount of time. And we had a lot of people working on it. We saw the ROI. So at any given time, we'd have like 40 people working on SEO. And half of them were developers. So a lot of our stuff that we were doing was very technical. Making the site faster, adding structured data, all sort of navigation enhancements, all the sort of things that a normal company doesn't usually have the resources to do. You normally have 20 developers working on SEO. So in my mind, that kind of lends itself to a SaaS solution. If you can't do it in-house, wouldn't it be nice if you could purchase a product, install it, and your SEO is going to grow? And that's really sort of the focus of HuckBuy. We take care of the big technical boxes when it comes to SEO, structured data, dynamic rendering, page speed, all the things that Google's really looking for out of a site. As a result, all your other SEO efforts are just going to really take off because now you know you have this sort of perfect handshake with Google. I feel like every podcast I recorded in 2021 was about something that you work on. And a lot of it was driven by Google's announcement and launch of Core Web Vitals. So to me, there's obviously been a big push by Google to pick up the pace when it comes to the internet. Right, Get everybody to think about site speed and the carrot, the incentive they have is, well, this is now the tiebreaker for when you're competing, mostly at search terms with high volumes, is we're going to be looking at your core web vital scores. You said something that's interesting to me that it's not just about your site speed, but also some of the structured data. Talk to me about how you think about structured data and, and why is that so important? Yeah, so such structured data, also people know as schema, has been around for a long time, over 10 years. It's just getting adopted more and more. So it's always been important. It was important when I was at Overstock. And really, it's the language that Google likes to speak to a website in. You can compare it to metadata, but metadata is really suggestive. So if you put a title tag on a page, it might be about that topic. It might not be. Structured data is authoritative. So when you add structured data to a page, whether it's product or about a person or an organization, these are facts and Google takes them as facts. And not only does that help them associate you with new keywords and help all this keyword and traffic growth, but it's also what powers, because it's authoritative, they actually use it within their search results. So instead of the old days when you'd search and you'd get 10 blue links back, now when you search, you get this very enhanced search engine page. There's like three organic links on the page at this point. <laughs> yeah. And actually now more than 50% of searches result in no click at all. So if you think about your own search behavior, you're searching for weather or sports score, or a product or whatever, you just get the results and or you have a question. So 50% of searches are zero click, meaning the user is getting, whether we like that as marketers or not, meaning they're not coming to our website, you got to play the game. And that all those enhancements that allow someone to get the answer without clicking through are being powered by this language, structured data. So it's become really important. It also is what powers voice search. Voice search essentially is you ask a question and it reads you back the first rich result in a search engine result page. And so it's just become a, a super important aspect of being, if you want to do really good SEO, you have to have really good structured data. It's one of those things that you know doctors make the worst patients and SEO podcasts do the worst job of SEO on their own website. 
where there is a podcast schema that we probably should be implementing on all of our pages and telling Google, this page is a podcast and here's all the information about it. But we haven't bothered to do it. And honestly, SEO hasn't really been a priority because we get most of our listeners through a different algorithm. It's the Apple App Store, not the Google search results. That said, you mentioned that there are enhanced search results and different flavors of them. Google's constantly launching new features. So talk to me about what enhanced search results are, how they're changing, and what people should prioritize. Yeah, I mean, there's almost countless types of enhanced search results today. Some common stuff is video. So if you search for Top Gun trailer, you're going to get videos showing right at the top instead of a, a link to YouTube. I saw Top Gun Maverick this weekend. It was wonderful. Go on. Yeah, it's on my list. Haven't seen it yet. But I think I did use that search term this past week. Weather, obviously, sports scores, obviously, question and answer. So people are using Google as uh, sort of a Q&A tool a lot more now. How much does this weigh? What's this conversion? Image results, you'll see those pop up in the search results a ton. You'll also see like frequently asked questions. Well, they'll give you actually like five different questions and answers. So maybe you asked a question, but then they'll give you like four other options underneath it. That'll be like fine-tuning your question. Man, it's just the list goes on and on. Is the content carousel considered to be an enhanced search result? Like when you search for podcasts, let's say you're searching for MarTech podcast. My, my other show is the MarTech podcast. An episode shows up as the first result and there's about three of our episodes and then one of somewhere else's. Is that experience considered to be a, an enhanced search result? It is, yep. And you can actually add, I believe, carousel markup too, to say like, this is multiple episodes. That's when they're using that carousel. It's like you're getting multiple options and they're using structured data to sort of slot those things in. We should totally do that for you know the series of interviews that we record. You're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to have two episodes. We should use a carousel markup to notate that there's episode one and two and that they're sequential. When you think about the enhanced search results and the proliferation of them in the SERP, Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. How are you using structured data to make sure that you qualify for those enhanced search results? What are you doing to say, hey, Google, not only here's the information, but make sure that you prioritize my stuff? 
Yeah, so essentially you just don't qualify at all unless you have structured data. So unless you're Wikipedia, because they have a structure that's just very simple and Google can read it and Google cares a lot about Wikipedia, everybody else has to have structured data to qualify. And it's hard, you know, structured data is usually an internal development project. It's a moving target because your site's changing all the time. And then it's also changing because Google's changing their requirements all the time. So a shameless plug, Hugabye is an automated solution. You know, you're going to have world-class structured data throughout the entire website at any given time. The way we do it is in using AI. So we're picking up different page types. Okay, this is a product page. We're going to look for all the fields that we need for product markup. This is a software product. This is a person. This is an organization. And we're just looking for all the possible structured data opportunities, frequently asked questions. We're looking for all those opportunities. And when we find them, we're automatically adding the structured data to any given page. So there's tools, you know, it's not just Huckabye, there's tools out there you can use that are a little bit more manual, but you really need, I mean, if you don't have it, you don't qualify. So whether you like that there's 50% of the people that come to a search term you care about aren't clicking on a link, wouldn't it be better if you're the one having the narrative versus your competition? So how much does it matter in terms of search results? I'm just thinking about we've got a content site and there's a couple of different markups and schemas that we can use to make sure that we qualify for enhanced search results. We can go create more content and just assume Google's going to rank and prioritize it. That's basically what we've been doing is we're taking more cracks at the algorithm by producing more content. How do you evaluate the trade-off of something like content volume and the expenses that come with that, your ongoing production and then focusing on something technical like implementing structured data. Yeah, I always think of, in my opinion, and this is probably because I come from an e-commerce company with millions of products, is you look for the opportunities that scale across the entire site. So your content strategy is going to be your content strategy. Obviously, the more of it, the better. There's ways to make it efficient and ways to pick and choose what you're doing in terms of content for SEO, instead of just sort of saying, I'm going to make content for content's sake. But stuff like structured data and page speed, that scales across everything. So you turn that on or you fix that, and all of a sudden, you get the benefit of that across everything, and it's not going anywhere. So my tendency as an SEO is to lean on stuff that's like automated and can scale across lots of efforts. It's like a backlink strategy that scales, right? Or a review strategy, a user-generated content strategy that scales. It's working for you while you sleep. You're getting better rankings just as you're not working. So those are the things that I typically prioritize. But again, if you layer those things on a site that has no content and no backlinks, Google's really not going to care. So you do have to balance them. You have to have a quality site with quality content and quality backlinks so that they care. And then you can start doing these more automated, scalable enhancements to the site that'll that'll just sort of up-level you each time that you do it. We've seen customers that just start growing like crazy because all the fundamentals are there. They just need to check these boxes for Google to reward them. All right. So I'm taking a sneak peek at the Huckabye website and I'm looking at pricing. Of course, the pricing page is the first page I look at. And on an annual basis, you're looking at a little less than six grand to a little more than 17, depending on what package you're looking at to implement some sort of a site speed efficiency and some structured data. So let's call this a five to $25,000 implementation for you to do. At that price point, it seems to me that these are high volume sites that should be prioritizing 
site speed and structured data, right? You're looking at e-commerce sites, media sites with tons of pages, not necessarily the down market, more the early stage startup, maybe even SMB business. Am I getting that right? Is this an implementation that is really for mid-market and above? Well, it works definitely on mid-market and above. What's interesting is what's the value of an SEO lead to any given company? So insurance, for example, might have much lower traffic, but the value of what they're willing to pay in PPC for a lead, mesothelioma. We have two mesothelioma companies, low traffic, but a lead's worth like $10 million. So it all depends on what your kind of ROI on us. The way to kind of evaluate Huckabye in terms of ROI is you should know what the value of an organic search visitor is to your website. And if we can get that to increase 10%, and you can calculate how many visitors that is, it's a pretty easy evaluation. So for some companies, they're lower volume. So our top categories are SaaS, e-commerce, and probably insurance. But then there's all sorts of other stuff like nonprofits are interested in our product because they don't like to spend on ad spend. But if they spend on something technical that helps their content grow and get more users flowing through their site, getting their message, then it makes a lot of sense. But it's really all over the board. I mean, we drink our own Kool-Aid, so we're good at SEO. And we get leads that just come in searching for these keywords like Google algorithm update, page speed, dynamic rendering, structured data. And it's very diverse who wants to use this product. I think it really comes down to what the value of a search visitor, an organic search visitor is. And are we going to move the needle or not on that? And typically the answer is yes. So talk to me about the build versus buy decision, right? If I'm looking at this as a low five-figure investment annually, how do I evaluate my ability to basically focus on structured data and site speed internally? as opposed to paying to have a SaaS solution for it? So for structured data, it's really about the upkeep. You can have a developer knock out structured data, you know, a competent developer knock out structured data, really good structured data, and probably a couple of weeks, but it breaks all the time. So as I said before, there's two moving targets, the site's changing, and then Google's changing, and that's just a lot of upkeep. If it's a big site, basically you have to have a developer working on it all the time. Page speed's another story. And page speed is a really tough problem. It's not just one thing. You don't just switch to a different CDN and everything's fixed. It's a ton of little projects. It's like my images are in the wrong format, in an old format, and they need to be upgraded. Or they're the wrong size. My CSS isn't compressed. All of these little... like It's like hundreds of little problems that create lots and lots of projects. So you could have a team of four developers. Overstock, we spent years, tons of developers working on page speed. And as soon as you get it fixed, a marketer wants to add a new chat box to test. And it's just a constant battle. So that one, I think, from an in-house perspective, that's our top selling product right now. That's the most appealing product, I think. I'd like to think they all are. But that's the one that people dig in and they're like, this is really hard to fix. And if I could buy something to fix it, it makes tons and tons of sense. So that's the one that's like, that'll take you a long time to figure that one out. At the end of the day, all of your SEO performance tends to be death by a thousand cuts. It is not one implementation that you make and all of a sudden you've unlocked Google's algorithm. It's constant monitoring. It's constant tweaking. It's constant evolution. It's constant testing and iteration. And the good news is it helps us create content for the Voices of Search podcast, but it also makes it very difficult for SEOs to keep on top of everything that's always changing. And that's why having specialized solutions like Huckabye can make so much sense. 
And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, the founder and CEO of Huckabye, for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow morning, Jeff and I are going to continue the conversation talking about post-algorithm update site evolution. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Huckabye.com, H-U-C. C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can reach out to me personally. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data, 